On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Amy Wright here with Diddy TV, and we are lucky enough today to have Jimmy Lumpkin and The Revival in our studio today. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, how are you? Nice to meet you. Great, great to meet you, too. Your music was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So um, I was reading a little bit about you, and um, I understand that your whole family is a bunch of musicians. Is that how you got interested? Well, um, my dad, I got the music from my dad. He played guitar when I was younger and uh, put me on the mic. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, I had uncles that played drums and such, so, yeah. What instrument did you start with? Was it guitar or was there some other instrument? Actually, the piano was the first thing that uh, they they put in front of you. Yeah, pushed (laughs) me towards. But um, I uh, was so young that I I didn't really take to it. Uh, Drums was, I think, the second thing. Um, Trumpet and elementary school and then finally guitar. Guitar stuck? Guitar stuck, yeah, that's right. So when did you think, hey, I, I want to be a professional musician. I want to do this professionally. Well, I was in high school, and it's and so much that I uh, didn't get the college preparatorial seal, you know. I was like, <laughs> you know, uh, go for broke. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, that's right. And so you grew up in Savannah, Georgia? Out, then- right outside of Savannah, Georgia, in a little town called Rinkin. So, yeah, I mean... When I uh, actually refer to where I'm from, I always say Savannah. And, yeah, and so. now you're in Fairhope, Alabama, right? right Fairhope, Alabama, yeah, that's right. So you move from one kind of swampy area to the other swampy area? Yeah, you got the savannas, now you got the, uh, the Gulf Coast and all the, the swamps of the, of the Gulf Coast, yeah. And so you have a new album that just came out called Home. Yeah. Right. And uh, you wrote that in Fairhope? I wrote that in my cabin, most of it at least, um, and um, yeah, it was just kind of fitting. The, the, the actual song, uh, every time I leave, uh, there's uh, the reference to home, and um, I don't know, we, we wanted like a, a central title for the album that sort of spoke for all the songs, and, and that's, that's the one that kind of felt right. So. And... Uh, so tell me about some of the songs. So what are, how, how do they differ um, but refer back to that theme of home? I guess um, you could start with the first song, Troubled Soul. Uh, you know, I saw you walking down the road and, and you're seeing somebody that needs help and you're bringing them into your home on that song. Um, and then um, on the, on the uh, second song, Count to Three, uh, that song was inspired when my wife had heart surgery. And uh, when I came home, I was just really broken, and there was uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things turning to me about the system, about the way the system is uh, is um, it, we we need to work on our the system in general. Just just uh, I don't know. I guess I could if I thought about it, I could piece together probably every single song, you know, that way. So how did you select the songs for the album? I know that's a process, and when it's your first album, I'm sure you have lots of songs to choose from. And so how, what was that process like in oh, choosing? Oh, I have a lot of songs. I had help from the record label, Skate Mountain Records, mm-hmm. and we, um, 
I would send them songs and I was writing and as we got into the the thoughts of making an album it was uh it was going to be a 13 song album we re actually recorded an extra song that, that actually didn't make the cut and um those songs were chosen amongst about 20 something songs out of like you know 100 songs or whatnot you know and uh I uh, made a list of, I made, uh, I was in a gig in uh, Destin, Florida and took a little napkin and wrote uh, three different lists of the 20 songs of what I wanted and, and this was the list that uh, we all thought was the best one in the end. So um, there's a, um, there's a thought that they wanted to represent me as a whole, as a writer, I tend to ri not write in just one genre, you right. know. And uh, that's, I guess, where the Americana comes in into the picture of um, me being a, you know, a child of all this great music, you know, and, and hearing all this great music um, from our, um, you know, from the 70s and uh, you know, 60s and all that kind of stuff inspired me. The 90s really inspired me. Um, and what about the 90s inspired you? Well, it was, I guess, the grunge era, mm -hmm. you know. The grunge era um, was something that I felt like music was getting back to the roots, you know, right. with a lot real of... Real instruments. Yeah, real instruments, rock and roll. Mm -hmm. um, and it, uh, it gave me hope. It gave me inspiration. And, and, and that was uh, when I, I guess I started considering uh, I can do this too, you know, so... So you're, you recorded your uh, your album in L.A. Is that correct? Or yeah, the album the album we flew out to L.A. and uh, that's where I met Noah Shane, and he's the producer of the record. And um, yeah, it was just a great experience. The uh, the uh, executive producers, you could say, the the record label, they are uh, actually movie producers, and uh, that. Um, you know, that was their stomping ground, you know. They wanted to kind of start from something that they they knew, and uh, so, yeah. Well, and you recorded it analog, is that is that right? Yeah. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. Well, Scott, uh, me and him were collaborating about uh, a recording uh, studio, and uh, he was wondering if, if I wanted to just try to tackle it myself because I, I made a lot of recordings to show him, and... and uh, and he was like, if you could have one piece of recording equipment, what would it be? Uh, I said, uh, probably just something analog, you know, just something that I could um, bring it into um, that real sound that you, you, you hear in the room. You know, you don't, you don't need a lot of extra stuff. And if you want that stuff, it's, it's just going to be icing on the cake, you know. But uh, so, you know, uh, Kate, Scott's, Scott's wife, uh, used to work in uh, in the movies with Noah, and Noah has a studio that has just about everything he's got is analog. You know, he's got this uh, this reel to reel. It's this uh, two inch tape, and um, you know Bob Dylan, uh, Patsy Cline, uh, Johnny Cash, they all recorded on this this uh, reel. Real player. You feel the spirit. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. Especially when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, this thing's got some good vibes, and you know, it's got some good, good life." And uh, and that meant a lot to me. It meant a whole lot. Warmer sound. 
Yeah, yeah. The uh, the album when you uh, listen to it, you you feel like it. Uh, it feels like the old albums that they made when um, you know it. It was really a, an art of of mixing this in the moment and doing this in the moment and. And Noah was constantly changing out the uh, the reels, and uh, I don't know. It was it was it was something like once you experienced that, you know, the next record. I mean, how how could I not? How could I be satisfied with anything else? You know, so. So are you planning your next album already? Oh, yeah, <laughs> the next six at least. Right. <laughs> yeah. So if there's something that you want people to take away from your music on home or. Uh, um, about you as an artist, what would that be? I would probably say that the album is, um, it represents me. I mean, I wrote it, you know, the songs are about me. And if and if there's any songs that aren't about me, it's it, those are those lighthearted songs that kind of take you to a place of, you know, uh, you don't have to be so serious, you know. Right. But when I made the record, it was just such an emotional thing because... Uh, the songs that were picked were just that charged with emotion, and um, and that yeah, I mean these songs I feel I feel these songs every time I sing them. So, well, we wish you the best on your tour and and with your album, and we thank you for coming in. It was thank really you. a pleasure. Appreciate it. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.